Hey everyone, and welcome to Laser Source, the number one laser engraving podcast. Whether you're just getting into lasers or you're trying to level up and grow your laser business that exists already, we're going to cover all of the latest tips and tricks, new techniques, new technologies, and more, uh, as well as getting the perspective and experience from other laser engraving professionals uh, through interviews and hangout sessions. So if you are interested at all in laser engraving, regardless of your skill level, this is exactly the place you want to be. Every single week we cover new topics and perspectives to make sure that you have a well-rounded understanding of what's going on in the laser world. So sit back, relax, and uh, get ready to learn because we're going to cover a bunch of new stuff and we're getting started right now. We're just starting. It's the first take. Oh, so loud. Shit. Oh, so my they God. They do that so you can edit that you're not helping with the. Welcome oh. to the Laser Source Podcast, the number one podcast if you're looking to grow or scale your existing laser business, or if you're just looking to get started. Uh, we are going to have all of the tips and info and, uh, you know, experiences right here that are going to jumpstart you on your journey with laser. So, um, I'm really excited to be here today. We've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Uh, I'm joined by Tacky. Hey. And Tony. What is going on? Tony's really excited for today's topic, which is the Damn business. Right. How to start the business. What are the first steps? What are the first things that you need to do in order to legitimize this hobby? Now that you're maybe starting to make some money, uh, you want to plan the right way. Um, so have you guys done any kind of like business setup yet? How far are you in that process? Um, I'm going to talk at the end because I've got, I've done this all already and I've had it done for quite a while. So I, I, I don't want to just dump a bunch of information until I find out where you guys are at. Um, Cause I'm really curious how far you've gotten through the process of kind of setting up your own business, if at all. Mm. Uh, I guess gotcha. I'll start with um, tacky cause you're in my top left corner. So. Sure. Yeah. Um, before, well, I contacted uh, a CPA. I asked what I needed to do in order to set up a business, in order to write off the expenses of these really expensive lasers. Um, so I, I got a hold of one. They suggested setting up an LLC at first, um, which I, I had um, them set up for me, registered in my state. And they said, down the line, once uh, the business becomes profitable, I can switch to a sole proprietorship or sole proprietor. I don't think it's called sole proprietorship anyway. And uh, they said, S-Corp? Yes, or S-Corp. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Um, they said to switch to that and it, that'll have like more, I guess, tax incentives once it gets to the point where you're doing mm -hmm. more than, you know, operating at a loss. So I said, yep, you know, mm -hmm. you know better than me. That sounds great. So I got that set up. Um, I still need to get a business account set up. I haven't started taking orders. I've, I've done nothing but spend money up to this point. Um, and they said yeah. it didn't matter uh, where the money is coming from at first anyway. So like if I, I bought the laser out of my own pocket, one of the mini lasers, um, that it's still an operating expense and you can 
um, borrow money from yourself as a personal loan that you pay back to the business. So um, even stuff that I bought last year, um, it's, it's a business expense. It, co- it is an operating cost in the um, pursuit of your business. So it all works out. So like, great. Okay. So next step is I have a specific bank I want to go to um, and I have to go in person in order to do that. And, you know, scheduling hasn't been great, but the LLC was the most important part because, you know, you're protecting yourself, you know, your, your name isn't necessarily associated with the business. I got a PO box set up. So all my mail for the business goes to that. Um, other than that, um, I don't think that anything else has been done. Um, I do have a little bit of social media set up. Um, still want to do the website with the shop very similar to what Alex has done. Um, probably hasn't been talked about on the podcast yet, but he has uh, a lot of really good information on how to set up your shop store, getting a subdomain set up, getting all your merchant stuff done. That's you know a totally different podcast, but I'm rambling now, so let's hear from. Yeah, we'll you. definitely <laughs> we'll definitely cover that. Have you um do you have do you have sales tax in your state? Have yes, you? yes we do. Did like you have to do you have to register percent. with an agency for that? There was a separate, like I said, my CPA did. All, I saw a couple of different things come through. One of them was the LLC, and the other one was a um, employment identification number. So that's set up. Mm-hmm. I think that was but more you, for that's tax federal. reasons than anything else. Um, yep. As far as yep. taxes, nope, that's another thing to follow up on. Um, okay. There's one and for I'll, food I'll and there's one for tips just on for that. sales. Yeah. I'll cover some tips on that at the end too. I was just yeah, curious because I know some states don't collect sales tax at all. Yeah, that's good though. That's good. That's like a really, really strong foothold that both of you seem to have. Tony's probably aspiring to that. Have you done Have you done anything yet, Tony? Um, man, I don't know where to start. <laughs> well, I'm not, not gonna lie, man. I think the whole business thing, man. Social media as a whole, I think that's harder for me. Um, but uh, what I've done so far is. I did apply for for a LLC. Um, I was gonna do it by myself, but Geo and I, or I and Geo, were on a session, and we were like, "Yeah, nope, no sir." So I contacted LegalZoom. I did the non-expedited one because from now to thirty days, I have time to think other things. Like if I want to do a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's called a. Uh, we were just talking about it the other day. Agent, registered agent. Hmm. Um, so that way I don't get, I guess, a quote unquote ton of mail to the house. And I, I got time for, for that. So that's why I wasn't in a rush to get it like in three days and pay the extra. Hmm. Like it was like an extra like 300 just to, for them to get it in a few days or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we got the LLC going. Um, the website, uh, I was starting to do it. That quickly turned into a freelancer.com project uh, <laughs> quickly. Like, I was just like, dude, I, 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 I can't, man. Like, it's hard, man. It's not hard. It's just it's so time consuming. And it's, you have, it's have to learn tedious. these things. Yes, it's really like very tedious. And I think I made it very complicated for myself. Um, the reason is because I want to use this plugin. Um, that was mentioned in a business area. It's called the Zakiki, Zakk, whatever the hell. Basically, it allows someone to go in there and customize their thing, and it takes all the back and forth. Mm-hmm. 
yes, I know that I have no revenue coming in, but it's just, that's one of the things that I wanted to do is stop this back and forth with people because the little things that I've done here and there is, it was a lot of, oh, well, do you like this? Do you like that? And I can already see that if this thing kind of blows up, it's going to be a lot of, do you like this? We'll send it back here. It's just, I, I wanted to avoid that. Like, I, I kind of like the model that Gio is going to where he wants to have a set product and output his own thing. I, I like that. But at the same time, I want to do customization, but I don't want to do that back and forth constantly. Like, oh, does this font's good? It's just to me, it's just going to be time consuming. And it is, even though I've done a few things and I can already tell that it's just going to, it's going to be a pain. So what I'm hearing from you, Tony, is that you love working with the lasers, making stuff. You don't want to deal with customers as much as possible. You don't want to have to deal with your bookkeeping. So if you're going to have a guy for your taxes, you're going to have a a guy for your website, you're going to have a guy to ship out your stuff or a girl, you know, whoever, and then you're just going to be in the shop just burning coins and and products, right? That's how you feel about it. Yeah, I'm kind of setting it up. The main thing is, so I've, I've had, let's say an example, I've got like three conversations going with three people that want something. And it's just, it just seems like it's a lot of, I, I'm not saying I don't want customer engagement. That's, that's not my thing. But if someone can see something on a website, like, Hey, I want this cup and you can physically drag it where you want it and what you want. It, it takes away half of the battle. That's like half of the yeah. battle is done. And you're not so being paid yes, for those interactions. You're not getting compensation for the, Oh, here's what I can do. So you want to help exactly. them make that decision quicker. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Some people do not understand what what the difference is between engraving and sublimation. Like they just they yep. don't know that. They think like, oh, well, here's a picture, and it's like, and then I have to sit there and explain like, no, this is what a laser does. And again, I don't mind the customer interaction. I don't, but that's just that's just time that I can just cut, and I'm catching it at a very small scale. And imagine if this thing is like way more and more. It just keeps amplifying. It's going to be more time me on this rather than going to be off the hook like Alex. Yeah, I mean, you guys know you guys watch me literally on the live streams. Mm -hmm. I I spend 90 percent of my day doing consultations and 10 percent of my day firing the laser. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's it sucks, man. It's really not good. I've been very excited about the progress the YouTube channel has made because when I'm doing YouTube, and I'm making videos, teaching people how to do this stuff. I spend 90% of my time on the laser, you know? Um, and that's mm-hmm. just like, that's, I, I feel like that's been a, a really good way for me to kind of monetize this um, in a way that I actually get to do more laser. Cause that's what I want to do is laser. So I'm envious of you guys who have a fresh start and can kind of tackle this from a really specific angle with a really focused goal because when i started i just like i was just like i will engrave literally anything for anyone at any time i didn't have a job because we had just moved to new york from california you know Mm -hmm. so i this was like the time like i had to start i had to go super hard and i had to go in every direction at once just to hit everything that i could possibly hit to like get revenue to start you know and now i've got like a name and like we've We've got a big business and I, you know, we're known for laser engraving, literally everything. And that's great. Like, I'm glad that, that it's, it's worked out, but also it's, it sucks and I hate it. It's a lot of <laughs> you know? expense. It's a lot of expense, expenses up front. And it's just what so much. It just depends on what you want to spend on. And me, my thing is 
is I want to take some of the, the, the guesswork, I guess. And yeah, I'm not getting any revenue, but that's some, that's another plugin that I want to add to the website. So that way I can funnel people. Hey, by the way, here's the actual cup or the coin, put whatever you want on it. And then we're, we'll kind of be done with that. And now I could just go to work. Yeah. And, and if some people are very, sorry, go ahead, Taki. You had something to say I was just going to say, if um, you guys aren't following what we're talking about, uh, Tony is talking about, um, we're on the Discord in the business area. We're talking about, it's basically a plugin where, um, say you want a coin, you want a challenge coin made. Well, instead of um, emailing back and forth and getting proofs from Tony doing designs back and forth for you, what it is, it's a, it's a plugin for a website. You go to the website, you pick the coin color you want, and then there is a... Um, set up for you to upload your own artwork you can put it on the coin you can move it around you Just can scale choose. it up scale it's it down there. um there are these systems like if you want to design your own custom like phone case like with your own graphic um they're all around but what it would do is you are designing your own product as a customer and you are not having this mm -hmm. constant back and forth interaction with the owner or the operator who has to take their time away so they're willing, Tony is willing, I'm sure a lot of you guys, myself included, are willing to, you know, pay X amount to get this set up on your website so that when they come up with a final product, they are basically approving the proof, they're sending it to you and you're getting um, the final product to, you know, laser. So, Exactly. And, and another thing is me, it, it, as an example, <laughs> me, um, if I'm going to order a high dollar Yeti cup, um, I if... I've ordered cups where I've had engraving done. This is way before this. And while I'm able to send them something, I always, something about, I guess, humans just like to see visuals. Like I like to picture what the heck I'm getting, even though it's a computer generated image, I still like to see, okay, well, I'm getting a blue cup with this there. Okay, cool. Makes me feel better about that purchase. So while spending a little bit of money with, with this plugin, and that's why I went, paid someone to do the website because Wix works, but that plug, he, he, the developer was like, look, we need to go WordPress because it'll be a lot easier for XYZ. He's a web developer. I was like, cool. Sounds good to me. It's just like me. I'm, I work, I'm a net admin. There's just certain tools that work better. He suggested me, Hey, let's keep Wix, the domain and email and all that stuff. Let's just move to WordPress. And I'm like, okay, yes, it's more money, but if this is going to work for me, cool. It's more money up front. I'm just right now, I'm just spending money, money. And I could just feel I think WordPress is a great, it's better. I think WordPress is a great option if you have somebody else building your website for you. Yeah. So, I don't know if I would recommend it if you're building your own, but if yeah. you're having somebody else do it, I think that's a, I think that's an awesome move. That sounds yeah. like a really solid plan. I have yeah. someone doing that, doing that plugin. And I think with the plan that I'm going, I can add up to 25 items. So I can add like, this is a new type of coin. It's a, um, it's like a dual mm. material, whatever. It's like the center. So I can add that to the website. I can add, say an example, a dog tag. I can put a dog tag on there and people can literally just pick what I have, drag and drop, put it where you want it and, and, and be yeah. done with it. And 25 um, is a lot have, of items. Your tumblers, yeah. you'd only need to put one to color because they're all going to be the same color. Exactly. You know? Or type. It's like I have uh, two different types of tumblers, three different types. So mm -hmm. you put those types of material, like those types of, I guess, sizing of things, and then they can just sit there and customize and, and scale it. And and it once you save the file, it saves as a AI. It saves as a um, STL. So whatever file, it's like Perfect. four or five file extensions. And it's ready. It's ready, literally ready to go. 
So that's why, yes, it's a little bit of money, but so it is follow up. It's, it's a video follow up podcast discussing yes. this this plugin for anyone interested. But yes. on the business side, you are spending a ton of money up front. Um, you're keeping track of your expenses for the write offs later down the line, or is that going to happen during tax time next year? Um, I don't. <laughs> I, I'll go through my statement and just search what I've spent, like the wicks and this. Like, I'm not really like tracking it, but um. Because if you get if you get audited, bank statements don't count. Well, even if you order things from like Alibaba, you need receipts, well, man. I mean, you're probably you getting Alibaba invoices. receipts in your email. So okay. yeah, you Hold should be those. having those. And I just you make a new email folder in your email <laughs> account. And whenever you get like an order confirmation, like just dump it to that folder. Um I do. I, I have a bookkeeper. I started with a bookkeeper like my very first day I was in business. I pay a guy uh, when I started and we had a very few transactions per month. I paid him 40 bucks a month and he logs into my bank account and he logs into my Square account where we take all of our payments for the website and the in-store shop and our invoices. We do all of that through Square. And he logs into the bank account, he logs into Square, and then he set up a, an email address for me. Uh, and I just email every receipt to that email address. I take a picture mm -hmm. with my phone for paper receipts and I email it to that email address or I just forward like order confirmations in my email to that email address. I just dump it all to him and he accounts for everything and balances things against my bank account as it goes down to make sure that things are split between like personal mm -hmm. and business. Uh, and then he takes all of that and he builds profit and loss statements for me. And then he sends at the end of the year, he sends all that information to my tax guy and it's all prepared nice and easy for the tax guy, which saves me money. Uh, not as much as I'm spending on the bookkeeper, but the bookkeeper's making it easier. But it still saves me some money with the tax guy, too, because then he has everything all kind of laid out in proper financial format. They don't have to, like, go through my personal Excel sheets or, you know, notepads where mm -hmm. I'm writing down, like, what receipts go to where and when. Uh, it's all prepared by a bookkeeper for him. I think now, even now, I have an immense amount of transactions now. Um, I still only That's pay my nice. bookkeeper like a hundred bucks a month, which isn't mm -hmm. that bad considering the you know our revenue here. Yeah. Um, what do you value your time as versus how long it would take an expert to do it? It would take you forever yeah, to do that. And I just knew like I I knew with the angle of approach that we were taking on the business, I was going to be too busy to do it really fast. Mm -hmm. So I I just outsource that immediately because I don't have time to do like financial stuff. Yeah. I just don't, I just don't, I barely have time to do like my regular job here, let yeah, alone like limited. keeping track of all that. So sending that out, I mean, that just saved me a ton of time. The other thing that I do is uh, I use taxjar.com. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but Haven't basically taxjar will log into your state's like sales tax website or whatever. It like integrates with it. And then they plug into whatever your payment processor is where you're taking payments and mm -hmm. they keep track of your transactions, what things are and aren't exempt from sales tax. And then mm. it files your sales tax for you every month, like accurately based on the transactions that you showed them. So I don't, I don't keep track of like when I'm collecting sales tax or anything like that either. I just charge people how I'd normally charge them in store via invoice. Like if I'm sending something out of state, um, New York is a like, 
So different states have different rules on this, but New York, it's where are the goods received by the customer is how you decide whether or not you charge sales tax. So if I ship something to Louisiana, I don't charge mm -hmm. that customer sales tax because they're taking possession of the goods in Louisiana. But if somebody comes into my shop and I have to cash them out at the cash register, they're taking possession of the goods in New York. So they are charged sales tax. I don't have to oh, think about any yeah. of that because TaxShar handles it. They look at Square. They see where the item was shipped to or where they cashed out or where the invoice was paid. And then they make the assumptions based on those things, filter everything out automatically based on whether or not they should have been charged sales tax, compare that with my revenue, and then file the sales tax for me with the state. And they do it every every quarter like they should. Mm. Uh, that's just been like CPA. an amazing tool. Yeah, and that's $17 a month for that whole service, everything included. What um, service? Is, what is it again? Sorry. It's called taxjar.com. J-A-R, taxjar.com. I just uh, got Square and the little thingy. I just, God damn, there's so much crap. We're saying it dude. works with Square. I'm literally, it sorry guys, I'm literally getting gray hairs. Like, for real, you can see them. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. Like, I, can, I saw one in my beard the other day. I was like, oh, that's the CO2 coming in right here. It's right here, setting that up. And then there's another one for social media somewhere around here. It's a lot, man. It's, it's, I a think, lot. it's a lot. I think this business thing is setting up is so much. I just want to hit F2 and go. That's yeah, just but me. Once, it, once your systems are in place, if you did a good job setting them up, they're reliable and you don't have they don't take maintenance. You don't have yes. to maintain them. They maintain themselves. That's the beauty of yeah. setting it up right and spending yeah. the, the time early on to get these things in place. Because once they're in place, you I literally don't I can't tell you the last time I thought about paying my sales tax, you know, and at the end of the year, I don't worry about my finances at all because my bookkeeper has been keeping track of everything for me as I go. So I'm not going to have this point at the end of the year where I'm freaking out trying to get things together because he's been taking care of it for me the whole time. And then when I have to file my income tax, my tax guy's already got all the documents because my bookkeeper took care of it. The state's off my back because they've been getting their sales tax from tax jar and my taxes get filed and I probably get a return because I have a good tax guy. And like, I just, it, that's it. It just like, I did all the work up front and now all of that stuff just like is automated. Yeah. Like you want to do, day. this is, this is the financial version of your little program for laying the, laying the art out on the stuff that you want to sell on the website. Oh, but gotcha. for business. Yeah. And this I've is set stuff it all that up. Everyone so has just, to do. You have to do it. So why do it yourself and put yourself under that pressure when you can set up systems that'll just do it. They just do it themselves. I don't have to do anything now. Right, I, I literally like don't even think about one. it. Well, it all kind of is, man. I mean, like, like I said, tax jar plugs into Square. Square handles your in-store payments, your invoices, and your web store sales. So you mm -hmm. don't have to worry about that. I mean, like all just all together, it's like, you know, it all works together. Let me look at this tax jar. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of stuff that that you know anyone starting a business and doing it legitimately needs to pay attention to. You want to be registered with the state as a type of business, whether it's an LLC, a sole proprietorship, S Corp. Um, that's important. You want to get your taxes taken care of. Your state taxes, um, if you have payroll, um, you know that's a, a whole nother can of worms. If you're you know if you're listening and you have you know employees and, and you have payroll, then you're on a different scale than most of us are at. But that that's part of it too. Um, you know, your website, there's, there's a lot of different things you want to keep track of. And it, it sounds like a lot, but just know that we're all going through this too. You know, you know, there are three of us, you know, right here that you're looking at that are learning. We're in the process of doing this. And Alex is teaching us just like he's teaching everybody. And he had to learn it along the way too. Um, so if you guys have questions, and I'm about still not it, an expert. You know, I'm still figuring there are experts things out, out there. Yeah. So 
Um, yeah, there are definitely. If you guys I'm find not, something I'm, out, I wouldn't, or you have I wouldn't questions, myself, Discord. <laughs> Ask somebody in the channel. As, we'll find out together. On any of this, it, it, social media is a whole different league. Yeah, too. we'll do an like, ep- we'll do an episode on social media. Yeah, for sure. it, that that That's needs a whole growing your thing, business. Dude. Advertising your brand, I think that's another episode um, that we can. There's so, so many different places you can reach out for business locally, um, online, all the different marketplaces, Etsy, Amazon. That there's a lot of content for that, and maybe by next week, Tony will be ready to <laughs> talk about that one. Seriously. So let me ask you this: So a person like me um, doesn't have an LLC yet, but machines and this and coins and all this other stuff so get all the receipts save them how about if i just don't want to deal with it like okay my expense i don't care so once i get the llc it's like a blank slate everything from that point on i start saving no, no you can you can work backwards my cpa yeah. i'm okay. i'm not speaking from a realm of knowledge so if anyone wants to reach out and correct me you can my cpa said stuff that you have bought previously before establishing the LLC that was in pursuit of the business is a business expense and it can still be written off. I bought um, a 3D printer and I but bought you- a desktop CNC machine that I used as a lasering system at first when I was starting up the business. And that was like back in November of last year. My LLC was established this calendar year. She said, nope, that counts. Just keep your receipts, document it, and we'll take care of it. I was like, okay, cool. I think Even, there's, I think you know, there is a limit somewhere. So, mm-hmm. I don't know what the, I don't know what the limit is, but I think it's some. I think there is. A, I can't. You can't write off shit you bought 15 years ago for yeah, a completely yeah. different oh, reason, course. and then be like, you know. So, but so I just don't want to give people I the wrong impression. A truck but yeah, I mean, years ago, it's a tax write off. Tony <laughs> should these things. I mean, especially in Tony's situation, those things should absolutely be written off. Absolutely. But you talk, talk to a professional about how to go about doing that because I well, certainly don't know. Are we saying are we saying that if I had to? How about if I just I bought the machine used from someone and I didn't care about? Oh, I don't care what I spent. It's on still it. a business. I don't expense. have to. Do I have to? It's no. Right? Okay. If you okay, want cool. the tax write off. Yeah. Okay. No, that that's what I'm asking. Like, I'm some people like just rather just not deal with it. Like, just, and if like, you're oh, care. already paying a CPA and you're already paying a tax person and a bookkeeper you might as well just give them a little bit extra to do to save you more money. Absolutely. Okay. I was Moving just asking forward. to the point where it's like you a don't lot more money. To. That's like, that's like eight grand off your tax bill with the government. Yeah. You should absolutely be writing that off and they won't, you can, most places, I don't, I don't know about it. This might be a state by state thing. I don't think it is. I think it's a federal thing. Uh, most places will either, when you're just starting a business, you can take the entire deduction the first the year, lump. or yeah. you can cost average the deduction over the next five years. So every year for the next five years, you can save a fifth of the startup costs too on your taxes instead. And so you have like, there's a lot of options and there's a lot of, uh, advantages that you can get from doing it. I w I wouldn't, you know, if it was like, I bought a toaster oven so I can make to- toaster strudels at the office. Like the, and then I just didn't feel like we're sending that receipt in or whatever. Like that's one thing. But if you spend $8,000 on laser equipment, like you need to write that off, man. That's, that's like a huge amount of money that you would not be paying in income tax. But the, the tank. Well, dude, I made a video on he, how to he, set he's it He's nodding up. his head, by the way. <laughs> he's saying I don't yes. Know why he's I, don't a, I don't know why he's so <laughs> upset by it. I have a guide video. It's a good guide. 
but I know, but he wants to pay a guy to do it for him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I don't, I don't listen. I don't want to merge. I don't want to merge this video into something else. Okay. Oh, F2 man. it, man. F2 it. Okay. Let's go. So bank accounts, Alex, what? Talk to me. Bank I, accounts. I'm, I'm a sole proprietor. So my I, my money is my money and my business's money is my money. It's all my money. Um, that's the, I am the business. So oh, LLC I, guys I, like us three, I just made, it's yeah, different. I just made a second checking account and under my main account. And I just keep my business stuff in there for the ease of my bookkeeper, but it's still my checking account. It doesn't belong to my business because I am the business. So that, so, and I'm not going to leave it that way for long. I, I'm going to set up an LLC really, really soon. We're coming up on our two year anniversary here. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be shifting that over. I wanted to get started as fast as humanly possible. Like I was explaining before and for no money, because I didn't have any money <laughs> because we just yeah, moved so across the country. So I, you sole proprietors like 25 bucks and you sit down and a lady stamps a thing and you get a thing notarized and you're in business done. and that's it. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, and that's not the most responsible way. If you have $700 and three weeks, get an LLC. It makes far more sense. But I didn't have three weeks or, an L or you know, yeah. $700 or whatever it costs. So, um, you know, I just like jumped head first and I was like, I'll, we'll figure it out later. The main thing that you get from having a, um, an LLC is like it separates your assets from your personal yep. assets mm -hmm. and your business assets. So if the business gets sued or goes bankrupt, yep. people can't take your house or your car. Yeah. You know? LLC so is limited liability company. The company's debts are the company's debts and your debts are your debts. They can't come after you. So it's very important <laughs> if, if something happens to protect your house and your own personal assets versus, a, you know, couple thousand dollars worth of equipment and i don't i don't know what debts you could incur um with a laser company but at the end of the day you need to protect yourself so so i heard so the best or a good place to get a quote-unquote business account not just your personal checking account and then go under sub it like you did is federal credit unions this is just me slowly digging at details but I hear that the best places to go is federal credit unions because the bigger name banks have like a minimum that you have to have or like the checking account. And okay. I'll come like at you from the other things. angle. Yeah. But so so that's I'm, what I'm looking into. I'm looking into Chase Bank. They have like a, I don't know, they give you something like $700 free. Just open an account. I love free money. I think what? we all do. Yeah. Wait, so wait, I'm like, what's Chase? the, just Chase for business. It's the simplest plan. All that they require is two grand minimum sitting in your account. Okay. And okay. within the first X months, you have to do so many transactions back and forth. See? I can put I can put two grand and leave two grand in the account minimum and then operating costs back and forth, whatever. That That's me. I mean, I know not a lot of people, you know, some people are living by the I'm skin gonna, of their teeth and they, they want to make this run. But I'm that's me. Chase that is pretty big. And say, I, I also like free money. And when you're part of a credit union, instead of making money for the owners of the banks, when credit unions loan money and charge interest, that interest is paid back to the people that have money in the accounts. So it's kind of mm. like you're buying stock yep. in the bank. And the more money that you have in the bank, the more stock you have in the bank. So when your business gets really successful and you have a shit ton of money in the bank, 
the bank loans that money out to other people and the people pay interest on those loans and you yep. see that back as dividends on your money. So you're actually getting paid to have money in the bank. It's not flashy $700 for opening an account, but if you have a million dollars <laughs> in that bank account someday because you're doing $300,000 a year revenue at your business, there you get paid for having that money yep. in there. And you're not and making that interest bank is important. Yeah, you're not making bank managers money. You are making yourself money. The people who have money in the credit, that's what it's a credit union is because mm. it's a bunch of people getting together, giving credit I, to their neighbors, and then you get paid back that. for that. So it's, that. again, it's show, sure, Chase for Business, probably a good option. Most people will likely go with a big bank. That's just, it's, this is America. That's how we do things here. But I'm a huge credit union fan. And I think that if you're playing the long game, I think credit unions are the way to go because eventually you're going to have a great stock in your credit union and you're going to be paid returns on that money uh, beyond just the normal like savings interest, like federal savings interest rate. Like you're actually going to get dividends for being a like, you know, a big partner in the credit union. And I, that's I think it's a really important thing that shouldn't be overlooked. Mm, exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm still looking, so I think it's it's good know. that we all have looked into different things. And you know, I haven't made a decision on it. Like I said, I like free money. I have to go and schedule an appointment, and certain areas aren't doing appointments because of COVID and this and that. It's something that I want to get done so that, like Alex said, all the stuff related to the business expenses are over there. It's easier to keep track of if I don't get a bookkeeper. Um, it's been weighing on me. I just haven't had the time to do it. But these are, these are yeah, things that you can't I'm hold off that. on too long. Once you start making money with your business. My situation <laughs> might be changing too. Cause I, like I said, I, when we hit our two year anniversary, I'm going to be restructuring to an LLC. LLC. Okay. And uh, or, yeah, or an S corp. I don't know. I, I have to talk to, to some people about that, but either way I'm restructuring and that means Congrats, the business is going to need man. its own account. So when I, when I <laughs> now need to open a new account for just the business, like I, you know, I'll be re-examining all of my options again. You know, I may mm -hmm. not stay where I'm at right now. I don't know. So we, you know, I have to, I have to kind of tackle this all with a, a fresh approach because uh, the way that I've been doing things has been fine for a sole proprietorship. But if it doesn't stay that way, um, you know, there's, there's going to be a, you know, some changes down the line. I'm gonna have to look at it fresh again as if I was starting over. So, um, yep, definitely a lot to consider. Interesting. Interesting. Yep. I, I I think my route is going to be the 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 credit union hmm. because I don't want to. I don't want. It just seems like the big banks. You have to have like this minimum, but I don't have income coming in. It's more me spending. But I also well, that'll want, change. Ideally, it's well, going to change. Absolutely, so absolutely. But like these first little jobs that I'm going to get. So so let me ask you this. Just common sense question. I mean, you tell me. I'm getting a job, right? But I'm spending, let's say an example, I'm getting a job, 10 coins. But I'm spend, I'm using 10 coins. So you see what I'm saying? Like I, I, I need to Not yet. have 20 coins. I'm going to have to spend what I have. Tony so has five money? coins. He gave three to Sally. How many coins does no, 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 Tony listen have to me. Left? Listen, I'm trying to make sense. The money that I have coming in, I, I'm assuming I would just keep buying more stock. So right? you're talking I mean, about your inventory. You're talking about inventory yes, like management. Inven how, do, how do you so people replenish there are, there are that? 
there okay so you've you've you're getting into a completely different realm but so like for example you you keep stock you have inventory you have managed inventory you have stuff on the shelves that you have to sell so you're getting to the point where you're trying to one you know push what you have on your shelves you know you've got depreciation of assets blah 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 if instead you take an order like alex did recently for coins he doesn't have them he either needs to buy those coins out of his own pocket and then make the sale or he needs to outsource it. So you have to come, you have to make the decision yourself. Am I going to have a longer lead time waiting on this or am I going to pay out of pocket in the hopes that I sell all 10 of these coins later? And that kind of depends on what your business mm-hmm. is focused on, right, Tony? Mm-hmm. Yes, Absolutely. But the thing, the thing you have to, I'm thinking now is, is, um, so the thing that I'm thinking of is, is an example, like cups and coins and stuff like that. Like if I get a job and, and I don't have that stuff in stock, it's like, well, what the heck am I going to do? Do I tell them, Hey, it's a lead time of X, Y, Z. Like an example, I'm not going to sit here and stock 20 Yeti cups. Well, I can't, I can, but I, I don't think I'm going to do that because Yeti cups, they're expensive. How so, hard are they to get versus getting your coins from China though? see yeah so it's like a balance act like what do you do like i know i i'm coins i'm kind of good like i'm okay but i'm saying for other things like cups and and just other little items yeah and that's how justin yeah but obviously you would disclose so obviously you would disclose like hey like how would you disclose that like there's a lead time like a yeti cup or whatever so you disclose that correctly like you ain't gonna do that all the time i even do that here like one of the things we don't keep any stock here ever I don't keep any stock because I just don't, I don't sell stuff to people. That's not what we do here. So when people come in and they're like, I want a plaque. I mean, like I have, I keep three by one. We have three by one in brass and aluminum and I keep Mm -hmm. maybe 10 of each in a little drawer. And if they want any other size, I'm like, I can order that for you. My supplier usually gets me custom size plates in three to four business days. And if they're like, yeah, I want it, then great. I call Mark up and I'm like, yo, Mark, I need a, you know, seven by two inch brass with black lacquer. And he's like, great, I'll have it right out to you. And I don't take a deposit on that because it's $7 and I'll use the plate for something else if the customer doesn't come back. But I certainly do on other things. Sometimes people call and they're like, I want, you know, 50 tumblers engraved. And I was like, cool, do you have the tumblers? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, I can order them for you, but it's going to take an additional three to five days. And then if their order's over 200, that's usually my line is $200. So for, um, orders over $200, I take a 50% deposit. And that usually covers all of the material and then a little bit of the profit, a little bit. Makes sense. Um, and and so I've got, I've, I've made a tiny bit of money, but like Gio was saying, like I haven't lost anything. So if they don't ever come back and pay for the rest of their tumblers, have the material. I, have, I, I have tumblers, mm-hmm. you know, like, and yeah. so, but but that's just, you know, I, I come from like a, I, I don't like having inventory at the end of the year. When you pay taxes, you pay taxes on all of the inventory you didn't sell. Uh, that counts as money. That's like bags of money sitting on your shelf and the government yep. taxes you on that. So, um, you know, that's why people have big blowouts at the blowout sales at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So trying to get rid of all that crap because they don't want to get taxed on it. So I, I hate having inventory. It's just something Dude, I am so like not in tune with <laughs> taxes and money you're gonna get there's not that much we're getting through a ton of it today we're covering so much today um and by the end of this episode i feel like you're gonna be a lot better prepared we're gonna have covered 90 percent of what you need to know to take your first 30 steps you know um but 
just like, you know, and that's coming from it. So I do keep some inventory. I keep a couple sheets of like the Romark flat stock so I can cut things on demand if people want like little things cut out. And I keep a couple of the metal uh, plates from customengravingplates.com. I keep those in my, my little drawer over there. And then that's it. I'll, I'll custom order anything in the whole entire world for you. Uh, you're just not going to have it tomorrow. You know, yeah. and that's and that's how also, we deal with inventory management. You would have to sell a ton of stuff. You know, if I was selling, if I was selling 80 tumblers a month, like you bet your ass I'm going to order 50, you know what I mean? A month from Johnson's Plastic Plus and have them sitting over there on the shelf. But I don't. So I don't order them. You know, it's a, it's a constant rebalancing. It's not a solid number that's going to last you for the till the end of your days. Every month you got to be looking, what did we do last month? Did we sell enough of this that we need to buy more and keep some on mm-hmm. hand? How do we do this month? Did we do enough of yeah. those last month that we need to buy more? I mean, this is like the the plight of middle management for the last <laughs> 70 years of business. People have been trying to master this. Mastering this is mastering business. It's simple like you know, retail economics is just keeping inventory and not over purchasing and still making yeah. a profit and like yeah. balancing those three things. That's that's business, man. That's like that's what the game is. You know, you're asking a very it's a very fundamental question, but it's very difficult to answer succinctly. Yeah. yeah. And remember, Tony, that like, OK, we're, we're in a in laser engraving. So this is a very unique business that you can pretty much engrave anything somebody brings in. You can go outside and literally find a rock. And you can get that engraved. So, so there is a, a wide range of stuff that people are going to want that they might not have. So you you can't keep all that stuff in your garage. So yeah, people are going to understand it's sense. the nature of the business. They're not going to get a, a one day turnaround. If they want a one day turnaround for yeah. something they have, they're going to pay for it. But uh, for now, you're starting out. We're all starting out. Alex is, doesn't keep anything because he's done with it. I, I have stuff here. I've bulk ordered stuff to practice on. I've bulk ordered, you know, uh, you know, yeah, dog tags Cuts, and some tumblers things. because I want to practice it. Yeah. I want to get stuff to showcase. Once those items go away or I give them away as promotional gifts, I'm not going to keep anything until someone wants it. And then it's going to be a three to five day business turnaround because I have to get it in order to do that. We want to keep our inventory low. Unless, like I said, you, you got coins for days. You want to keep those. You're probably going to move coins. You know, you make really good coins. I've seen your stuff on uh, Instagram. Thank where you. can they find you? <laughs> Instagram. Etched ideas. Etched underscore yeah. ideas. Your idea. We'll etch it. Little, little slow on the plug. Like that. but yeah, hey, that's the you're plug gonna, before we get yeah, the plug yeah. of the episode. <laughs> it's the pre-plug, you're gonna, bro. The pre-plug. You're going to sell them. You're going to sell them. So you're going to be you fine having them. a few hundred dollars worth of coins. I mean, the coins are expensive, that's, five, six, that's, seven dollars. That's, really, that's fine. That's a really good point that Tacky's making, too, is that, like, you know, it doesn't make sense for me to keep inventory because I engrave 50,000 different kinds of items every year. But if you are dead set on, like, coins and tumblers, it's much God safer right. for you to buy a bunch of coins and tumblers. Because that's your business. That's what you do. You're not gonna. You don't have to worry about people asking you for weird shit because you don't. That's not a service you offer. So you don't have to stock anything else. If all you have is eight different kinds of coins for your customers to pick from and three different kinds of tumblers, it's a much lower risk and much easier decision to buy at least basic levels of stock because your whole business revolves around moving that limited range of stock and so you you sh- i would argue that you should be you out of any of, of the four of us you should be keeping inventory 
Yeah. Well, I got coins. Trust and me. if you don't, if you have people coming to you who want stuff and you don't want to do it, even though you can, send them to somebody else. You know other people who are in Texas on the Discord. You you know other people so, in our network. You can say, hey, you know, Alex did it the other day. He said, I got a guy who does coins. If you got something that you're speaking, not comfortable with, you don't want to do, or they need it fast, hey, I got a guy for it. You know, we're so here. It doesn't it. even need to be like in your local state. I send people out of state all the time. All the time. I send people to the best people I know to get the job done. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, inventory and, uh, oh, networking. Yeah. If you can't, if you can't do it yourself, Tony, and you got someone who can, you know, Mm -hmm. not pay it forward, but you know, send them to send them to somebody else. So here's a little, a little thing about paying it forward. Um, when Alex said, Hey, I got a coin guy. I, I'm a hundred, 110% that Alex can do a coin. He just don't freaking want to. All right. Um, this whole thing about <laughs> paying it forward. What what happened? I said you I don't. No, whatever. Yeah, you can. You can. You can do it. Oh no, I anyway. can. I don't want to though. Exactly. So here, here's my whole thing. Should I wait to Geo Gates here? Or? No, she's fine. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. So, anyways, the paying it forward. The customer that you sent me um, wanted a set amount of coins, right? And it evolved to just I need this, right? Now the emails are going back and forth saying for the set amount of pricing for this. Yes. Back and forth. A lot of back and forth. Um, Well, it was set to, I like it. Can we do this for, I guess they didn't, I'm not going to say they guilt trip me, but it is for a veteran organist. Like they work with veterans and it comes, it hits home because I'm a veteran and I'm also not disabled. I'm disabled, but not in the way that people think, but I am a disabled veteran so they're working with with disabled veterans anyways long story short we came to a term and those terms if it goes well it's going to be a revolving thing like i need 10 i need 20 i need 15 you have so set I'm up a business be, relationship i'm going That's a to be score. the exclusive the yeah. exclusive coin maker now here's where i got another email this morning actually while we were what i was trying to do um bitmap these People that you, Alex, sent me had sent my things to someone else. Mm-hmm. And this other, these other people have <laughs> only CO2. So they were like, hey, we seen some of your work. Would you be, would you like to do our coins or anything with fiber? So I haven't replied because I just got it while we were in this whole thing. So they sent, are. Your, they sent your sample photo to a different business to see if they could do it. Really and now the different only, business wants you to do work for them yes, too. Because they yeah, cannot, man. they can't, they have a CO2. They can't do oh, it. So I'm, I'm proud get of that. Rex. Look at that hookup. Dude. So, so you see how things go. Like Alex sent, passed it down. And then that pass down just flourished to something else. So <laughs> yeah. So let it be said too, that you never I'm send your for it. vector files, by the way, you send a low quality JPEG. You don't, you don't send them your work. So someone else can take that and do mm-hmm. it on somebody. Tony, else's I think Tony but, sent actual photos of yeah. the coins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I sent actual yeah, photos yeah, of yeah, the so product. Good on yeah. you. Good on you. Um, but th- no, dude, that's great. And I, I do want to say it since we're on the business episode, if there are any of you guys, gals, um, whoever, uh, out there who are veterans or are in the service and this is something you guys are considering you can register um you can go to the vfw.com um 
go and register as a veteran owned business. And what that does, it puts you in a directory mm-hmm. of um, where they more or less favor you versus somebody else. I mean, you can get government contracts, um, all sorts of different stuff, just being a veteran owned business. Um, and it's free. All you're doing is registering your information. So consider doing that if you guys have served or are serving. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good tip. Thank you. No, but long story short, thanks, Alex. Like it, he could have easily saved it for him, um, but it's a small scale um, type of deal. But it's not it's, small it's, scale. It's, it's getting, it's getting a, my feet wet. It's getting that is your wet. first fucking repeat customer. Yeah, Don't undersell exactly. it, dude. That's an amazing accomplishment, and you've already got a new business contact now out of that too. Absolutely. So you're you're doing work for another business and this lady with the coins. You scored double, and you know it's going to be a recurring thing. There's, it's, it's a, it's a huge, huge deal, dude. I wouldn't, I wouldn't understand. And yes, and it's going to be revolving. I mean, with me as of now, because it's, it's not like they have these classes, and as people graduate, I don't want to tell too much, but as people pass through their class or whatever it is, they get in a a custom coin. So it's not like it's like ten and done. I'm assuming, you know, maybe the first ten they're going to look at it and see and maybe move elsewhere, but. From the emails, they liking it, and it might just be a repeat thing. I spent four hours yesterday setting up my um. I think I spent about three hours setting up my cross jig. So now all I got to do is place a coin where I'm at, load the file, you and know where it is at a time. Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. So that's I got your jig set up. Excellent. I'm man. really glad that she reached out to you. She never emailed me back. So I, no, thank I didn't you. Know, I, I didn't know if she had reached out to you or what because she never she, she never said anything to me. So I'm glad, that that, uh, I'm glad that that came through. Yeah, so you are you doing that contacts man contacts that's 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 good man i really appreciate it so yep. that's yep. like kind of getting my feet wet and that's why i was asking you know setting up square and i don't want to send a cash app link so i want to kind of look a yeah, little bit square legit Square's super easy i this is a this is a we'll do another episode on just like mm-hmm. tr- transaction processing because that can be a whole episode and we need to do an episode on social media so i'm not going to get too too into it but square is absolutely because uh, it doesn't cost anything and you can just in- instantly yep. start sending invoices to people uh, you can cash people out in store and you yep, can set up like a already. website through them to just like sell a couple basic products super fast. So it literally is like all your avenues of, of transaction processing. Yep, I already have, I have good. a little dongle coming good. just yep. in case I do some local. Yeah, man. Yep. Yeah, that's exciting, man. You're going zero to 60 with your stuff. You don't even want finished, to. You're like, ah, cool. I know, I know I have to, man. <laughs> that website needs to be, it needs to be done quick. Mm-hmm. The danger with that, just so you know if you do that lose that business these, well that and a lot of these companies will just be like we've spent ten thousand dollars with geo making x and the laser that he's using to make it is six grand so next year maybe we should just pick one up and then they you know and that just it, it happens yeah it's, it's totally a always a risk really? but it's it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of an extra risk when you are doing like massive volumes for a small number of customers, you know, mm. like the, the, the people that need, yeah. The people that need one-off stuff from me and the people doing like R and D and shit like that, like they need me because nobody's going to buy a $7,000 laser to do to try 10 R and D parts and then yeah. never need it again. You know? So I just, I, I'm I not saying it's a bad a business point. model. I'm not saying it's a bad business model at all. I I'm envious of that business model. I wish I yeah. could backtrack and do something like that. It's just um, something to, you know, 
think about. Yeah, it's possible too that the people you're getting that repeat business from are not interested in learning how to set up a fiber laser. They might have exactly. clicked on a quick Facebook group and said, uh, no, this ain't for me. You know, I mean, even us, we're, yep. we're still struggling. We're struggling through it. But um, yeah, that is what I thought was, you know, they decide to, um, you know, go to someone else that also does it and, you know, move their business elsewhere. But yeah, what you said, I never thought about maybe someone says, hey, I could buy a laser and do it myself. Definitely possible. But then but you I think what you got doing it. Yeah, I mean, if you have build the relationship, say, like if you have eight build clients, relationship. Mm -hmm. if you have eight <clears throat> clients and you lose one, now you have seven. <laughs> you know, That's significant. I just like I don't know. It's just not as eight um, minus yeah. one. Yeah, seven. So yeah. Hey, you know right. what? Mister Tony has five <laughs> coins and he gave three to Sally. Dude, please cut that. That just sounds like yeah, I'm, I'm not like, cutting it. That's the crazy. coin is leaving I, the laser I station. I am gonna cut. I am going to cut the episode though. We are uh, we are officially over an hour. I think we've covered a ton of really really great information for the people that are listening today. Uh, so if you're if you're here and listening, thank you so much for uh, for listening and, and hanging out with us, watching. If you're on YouTube for yeah. a little while, um, I I hope that you took something out of this. I hope you got some value out of it. Of course, you can always leave uh, questions or comments in the description uh, if you're on YouTube or on the Discord. There's a link to the Discord in the description as well. And uh, we'll we'll go ahead and do our best to get those answered for you. We're not experts, but we're walking the path. So uh, at the very least, we can give you a little perspective. Um, Geo is, is lost on us again here, but uh, you can find Geo uh, on the Discord where we will be very soon, from what I hear from him, uh, updating you guys on his new YouTube channel. Um, we'll be mm -hmm. posting links to every new episode of geo's youtube channel on our discord so stay locked on the discord to find out more about what he's doing uh which is called maker theory m-a-k-r theory uh where he's going to get into a, a bit more of the technical side of what we're doing with these lasers uh, and i'm i'm really excited to to watch that content and learn from him uh yeah. tacky you've got a bunch of stuff going on where can people find what you are doing right now uh, yeah, you can find me at uh, Polygon Printing on Instagram and YouTube right now. Uh, starting to add uh, plenty more content, putting out the showcase right now, and then we're going to start ramping it up um, uh, here very soon. You guys should see some fun stuff. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, Tony, what about you, dude? You got some stuff for us yet? Yep. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Etched underscore ideas. Uh, I'm nice. sure we're going to link them somewhere. Um, I put out pretty much everything I do. I kind of take, you know, the social media thing. So you'll see exactly what, what I'm doing and I'm working on or if it's samples yeah. or stuff like that. So we'll link everything. But etched underscore ideas is the main the main thing where we can find me. Website's coming. I had it done, but it's pulled down to have an expert do it. So Very cool. Very, very cool. All right. Well, we'll definitely check up on all of that. If you want to learn all about the cast of the show, check out the website. It's lasereverything.net slash podcast uh, you can check out lasereverything.net to also see my youtube channel uh that's where we all kind of congregate and hang out uh laser laser everything and uh you know we do youtube tutorials on how to do laser engraving and uh you know settings and fiber lasers and co2 lasers and all kinds of crazy stuff so if you're interested in, in uh that side of things uh laser everything is a great place to go check out uh, we've got the 2021 buying guide. It's got a huge list of all the all the gear that you need. Uh, we've got a lasers page that talks about the lasers we use in our shops uh, and, and a whole bunch more. So that's really just the, the best place to go to kind of hub out for all of this. 
as lasereverything.net. And again, we have the podcast page that links to all of our casts and uh, their various projects and things as well. Uh, and that's it. I think that's all I've got. Uh, thank you guys so much again for joining us for today's episode. And we will uh, we'll catch you in the next one. See you later. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.